to take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Besides insisting on Horlicks at the drug counter, many people are now asking for Horlicks at the soda fountains. They prefer the special Horlicks flavor and famous Horlicks quality. That's why so many of the better and smarter druggists today have decided to serve Horlicks as a regular feature. They have found that Horlicks makes for more satisfied customers. Look for the Horlick name at the next fountain at which you stop. If you don't see it, tell the clerk to get it for you next time. It will cost you no more. And the fountain owner will pay only a small fraction of a cent more for each drink to serve the best Horlick, the original malted milk. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Well, it appears that the accident Squire Skimp suffered at the Pine Ridge Planetarium Monday night was more serious than first thought. Even though Dr. Miller's examination failed to reveal anything gravely wrong, Squire is still confined to his bed and reported to be suffering great pain. Lum and Abner are very much concerned over the accident. And as we look in on Pine Ridge today, we find Lum and Grandpappy Spears down at the Jot'em Down store discussing it. Listen. Oh, yeah, it's too bad it had to happen. Special to Squire. And I still don't see how he could got that bad hurt just falling there in the aisle that way. Well, I was talking to Doc Miller this morning about that. He says in all his years of practice, that's one of the strangest cases he's ever handled. Well. Says he examined Squire and looked him over good and he can't find a thing in the world wrong with him. But Squire says he's hurt his spinal column or something like that. Doc says there ain't no way hardly to tell about such as that for sure. Uh-huh. Ain't no telling just how much Squire has suffered with that. He told Doc he, he wouldn't go through all that suffering and misery again for a thousand dollars. Me and Abner both just hate it the worst way. Why, of course you do, of course. I reckon some of us ought to go over there and check with him, sort of cheer him up all we can. I ain't got no use for him, but at a time like this, a body oughtn't to hold no grudges. Well, Doc said yes, it'd be a heap better if he never had no company or visitors till he gets the feeling a little better. Uh-huh. Me and Abner sent a letter over to him yesterday to sort of cheer him up. And that was right thoughty of you, Mom. Yeah, we told him we were sorry for the accident happened in our picture show, and we knowed it was our fault for not having better lights over there to where everybody could see where he was going. Yeah, it is awful dark in there. I noticed that myself. Well, you've got to have a dark in a picture show. We told him not to hesitate about calling on us if there's anything we could do to help him. We felt uh, responsible for the whole thing. And I know he appreciated that. Oh, he did, yeah. Yes, <laughs> Edric taking the note over first. And he said he never seen a fellow peering up like he did when he read it. Said he sat right straight up in bed all while he was reading it. Yeah. 
And again, he got done reading it. He folded it upright careful and put it under his pillow. <laughs> Said that was something he wanted to keep. <laughs> ain't that the nicest thing you ever heard of? And here it ain't been a week ago he was so mad at us for closing up this picture show here that he threatened to get revenge on us. Said he'd get even with us if it was the last thing he ever done. Well, a fella says things that way when he's mad he don't half mean. Oh, yeah. Tell you the truth, I believe Squire sort of had a change of heart anyway here late. Sort of reformed himself. Yeah, maybe he thinks he ain't going to get well. Maybe that's the reason he's been tonight. Well, it might be, of course. I know a body will get to thinking over his wrongdoings and shortcomings again he gets down the chatters that way. Oh, yes. I know here a while back when I was down with the fevers there, sort of on a funeral list, you might say, I thought I'd have gone ashore. Everybody would come over to see me when they went to leave. I could tell by the way they shaking shaking my hands that thought I'd never pull through. Well, you was awful low there for a while, Grandpa. Yeah, must have been for... I recollect as the chief don't come over to see me and sit there and look me up and down and ask me how tall I was. I know Judge Ken, he's just trying to find out what size casket to make for me. Well, some said every done had it made for you. Why, he did, yeah. His youngins has got it down there on the mill pond now, using it for a boat. Well, I was uneasy about you myself, Grandpa. I done give you up. Oh, I done give myself up first, that goes. Preacher come over there to see me the day I so low, and I don't know how come able to do it, but I promised him a big donate if I got well. Then Dad blamed for didn't do it. And he like to hounded me to death for it. Finally, I had to just tell him I must have been delirious when I said it, sort of talking out of my head. Never knowed what I was saying. Well, you ought to did that, Grandpa. I know it. I know it. I don't know how come it ever makes such a promise. Well, what I mean... Oh, wait a minute. There's Cedric now. Huh? Oh. Swan that boy. <laughs> Left over two hours ago to take a spool of thread over to Sister Simpson's, and it's just now getting back. Man, it oughtn't to take him that long to go just over there and back. Why, no. Oughtn't to take him over five minutes. I don't know where he spends his time. But you got to worry him or Abner ain't neither one here in the afternoons, and I've got to stay here by myself and run the store. Working my fingers to the bone trying to make a living for us. Of course, it's sort of quiet this afternoon, but yesterday I had a big rest. There was two customers in here at once. Me trying to wait on everybody but myself. Hi, this Cedric. <laughs> That's the funniest picture I've ever seen in my life. Are you laughing at me and Grandpap sitting here? Oh, no, Mom. I mean, that picture we've got over to the show for tonight. I just got through looking at it. You mean you went over and run that moving picture just for yourself and burn up all that electricity? Well, Mr. Abner told me to. He was over there. I see. So that's where you've been all this time. What about his Abner? Well, he was coming. Yeah. Yeah, yonder he comes. He stopped to talk to Moe's Moots a minute. Well, there's an order sitting over there on the counter, Cedric. was called in here about an hour ago. You better get it and take it on over there. Yes, Moe. And don't be gone all day, neither. No, I'll be right back. One, two, goodness. If that boy ain't a caution. <laughs> over there running that picture just for him and Abner. I guess tomorrow afternoon I'm going over there with him. Yeah, glad to find out about that myself. Wait a minute. Did I tell Cedric where to take that order of groceries to? Yeah, I don't believe you did, Mom. No, sir, I sure never. 
Now, where does he think he's going? Running out of here, and he don't even know where he's running to. Hey, you must have scared him, jumping on him about running that picture. Hey, oh, howdy, man, howdy. Now, howdy, Abner. Where have you been all afternoon? Well, I've been, uh, huh? You heard what I said. Yeah, I must stop. Well, where have you been? Well, wait a minute first. Uh, ha- has Cedric been telling you a bunch of stuff that ain't so? Hey, Mr. Long, now, who is that uh, order supposed to go to again? Why, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Phillips, Luther Phillips, woman. Oh, yeah, I recollect now. I thought that's who you said. Oh, son, that Cedric can't recollect nothing. Now, Abner, don't you and Cedric be going over and running them pictures in the afternoon that way. I know about it. You're yeah. burning up a lot of electricity for nothing. Can't you wait till night to see it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we ain't going to run it no more today. Yeah, I know good and well you ain't. Oh, me. <laughs> well, sure, I've just left till my side is hurting. <laughs> Now the order to see that picture. It's about a fella that... Well, don't be telling me about it. I'll see it tonight. Well, it's a good one. I'll tell you that. You'll tell people that have to come to the show. Don't be coming over here and telling me. I'll be there anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's right, ain't it? Abner, did you hear anything from Squire Skimp? Hear anything from him? Yeah, did you hear how he's getting along today? Oh, oh no, I ain't, Grandpap. Uh... He was awful sick yesterday, though, I know that. We heard from Doc Miller yesterday. He said he was just awful sick man. Yeah, I heard he was unconscientious, sir. That's what Doc said. Said he knowed things at part of the time, and part of the time he never knowed nothing. Sort of out of his head, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, poor squire. I feel awful sorry for him, too. Yeah, fine fellow squire. Yeah, I wish there was something we could do for him. I feel bad about that. Well, we wrote him that note yesterday. Tell him how sorrowful we felt about it. Cedric said that picked him up more than anything. Yeah, and I must tell me about that, Abner. That's mighty nice of you. I'm glad we wrote it now. I sure am. Well, we ought to get in touch with him. Why don't you call up over there, Abner, and see if he's feeling like having visitors. If he is, soon as Cedric gets back, why, we can all go over there and sort of cheer him up a little. Yeah, yeah, I could be. Yeah, go ahead and call him, Abner. Now, let's see. His ring is, uh, uh, two shorts and long. Yeah, 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 that's right. Two shorts and long. Uh, if Miss Skimp acts like she'd rather he didn't have no company to have her, tell her we'll be over tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hello? Uh, this Skimp this place? Yeah, I know what it is up there, man. Uh, Miss Skimp, this is Abner Peabody talking. Yes, Mom. Well, I'm totally well. How are you? Er, uh, high squire. Oh, he is. Well, good. <laughs> Good what? Uh, he said he's feeling a lot better today. Oh, well, tell her we'll be over to see him then. Well, uh, Miss Kemp, uh, me and Mom and Grandpa will be over directly to see him and sort of cheer him up, visit with him a while. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Uh, Mom? Oh, he ain't. Ain't what? Well, uh, whereabouts is he at? Huh? He must not be there. Well, I do know. Well, he must be feeling better then. Huh? I said he went into the county seat today on business, Mom. Well, well, I reckon he went in to see the doctor there to have himself x-rated then. Doc Miller says that's the only way in the world he'll ever tell how bad he's hurt. Yeah, uh, uh, wait a minute. Uh, did he go in there to see a doctor, Mr. Skimp, to have himself examined? Of course he did. Oh. Well, I'm glad he's able to be up and around again. <laughs> Mighty proud to hear it. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yes, Mom. All right, Miss Camp. Thank you, Mom. Goodbye. <laughs> Is he having himself examined? 
I don't know. Um, she said he went in town there to see a lawyer. A lawyer? Yeah. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> lawyer can't tell him nothing about how bad he's hurt or nothing. <laughs> oh, well, I, I think he just went in to see a lawyer on business, though. On business? Yeah. No, I don't know. Listen, what kind of trouble he's got himself into now. Must be terribly important for him to get up out of a sick bed to go see a lawyer. Yes, and it's our guess that the old fellows will soon find out what this urgent business is. Ladies and gentlemen, three experiences taken at random from last weekend. I played golf up at the club all day Sunday. 36 holes. Oh, boy, what a day. Paul Stablet? Sure, we had them along, and mighty handy they were, too. Never without them. Why? Well, that's easy. They keep you peppy and full of energy, hole after hole. I'm not much on golf. I'd rather play around with the family. Just give me a long country drive with the folks and I'm all set. That's what we did last Sunday. Yes, we took some Horlick tablets along. We always do. We don't like to hurry, and we find the tablets keep us satisfied if we can't get our lunch when we want it. The kids like them, too. And Horlicks doesn't spoil their appetite, so we're glad for them to have them. Personally, I don't care for motoring, and I can't play golf. But I do like exercise, so I play tennis. Stimulus, I know, but i found something that counteracts that. Horlicks tablets. I dissolve them in my mouth when I begin to feel tired, and I'm all set. They're really refreshing, these tablets. All outdoor women should know about them. All outdoor women should know about Horlicks tablets. And men, too. They're fine for all kinds of outdoor activities. Get a 10-cent handy flask from your druggist in either natural or chocolate flavor. He has them in larger sizes, too. This is Carlton Bridget, speaking for Lumond Abner and Horlicks. We'll now bid you all good night and good health.